All right. All right. Y'all know what time it is. We're back again. <laughs> uh, of course, I am Seven the Panther, a.k.a. the Carolina Hurricane Ridiculous Slang, a.k.a. your baby mama's favorite rapper, a.k.a. a bunch of other stuff you probably shouldn't say to my face unless your knuckle game ill. And you know how we do it on sidebars, man. You know, it's a little different from Panther politics. Over there, we talk about everyday blah, 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 whatever. You know what I'm saying? And it's fun. But in the sidebars, we really get to it. You know what I'm saying? Get to it on some hip-hop stuff. Get to it in, in regards to the culture. And today, we can really take culture to a whole nother level. A whole nother level. Because most of the artists that I talk to are people that y'all either heard of or y'all probably seen them around the way where you live or whatever the case may be. Today, I got the secret sauce, baby. I got the secret oh, sauce man. today. <laughs> Straight out of PDX, my man, Billy Soul. What's going hey, on? Hey, what up, what up, Seven Panther? What's good? What's good, everybody? Um, glad to be here. Uh, yeah, man, what's up? Let's talk. Well, absolutely. So I guess I got to ask, because I know I know we had started this conversation at the studio one day, but I want to get into it for everybody here. So, uh, of course, I know most people that meet you that find out you an MC are probably like, well, how did that happen? So, like, give us a little background into how Billy Soul became Billy Soul the MC. Uh, for sure. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, um, my name is Billy Soul, aka Son He Nice. So that's you know, um, no doubt. So the reason why, like, I got into well, I mean, I've always been a fan of hip hop. Like since I was eleven years old, I was already a fan of hip hop. And um, when I was about seventeen, um. Around that time, like Slim Shady LP just came out and I was listening to it in my accounting class like every day, uh, you know, because I'll be in my vocational class like four or five hours a day. So I just play that CD over and over and over again. But interestingly, because hip hop already had storyteller, storytelling, like, like Slick Rick, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Ice Cube, like, it's literally the whole song is a storytelling. No but doubt. I never like got onto that. So when I look at Eminem's style of storytelling, I go, wow, I didn't know you can do it like that. That is interesting. That's that's super dope. And um, then like I broke up with my like first girlfriend. So I was writing stuff, not like like kill her, but it's just like writing like I'm sad, you know what I mean? Like how could your relationship or you know what I mean? So and then oh well, of course it very easily get over that but i was like wow you know like like rhyming is pretty fun you know it's it's really a way you know to express myself and then uh a little bit later on you know why uh i appreciate rhyming even more is like um if you're truly um passionate about the art like the, the ultimate goal is to find your own style so absolutely you know uh, if you try to be Biggie, then there's thousands of people who try to be Biggie. But if you are just trying to be yourself, there's nobody who's going to be like you. So I think through that practice and through that avenue, I started finding my own identity. And 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 then when I do that, uh, I stop like sizing myself up with, you know, with people because it's so easy to just kind of you know, yes. look, you know, look at each other and size each other up, you know, who can do this and who is that. And I mean, if you're sharp with it and that kind of competitive nature, I guess, like, especially in hip hop culture nowadays, like I get it, it exists. But if you have your own self identity, I'm talking about as a person, like you don't feel the need, like you need to show off. 
It's just right. when it's your when it's your time, you showcase, you, you know, you kick ass. And then when it's done, you just you back to being yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, you. thank I you. I love it. Now I now I'm gonna ask I'll ask you this because because what you just said was very um is, is very profound in, in a sense because most MCs don't think about that. Um we often talk about the, the competitive nature of, of the art, you know what I'm saying? Um right. I personally am a high practitioner in the competitive side of this well like i used to battle rap i used to you know i still to a degree when i write sometimes when i write when i listen back to it i was like oh i must have been thinking about somebody that says wow shit when i said that but like right. um but the thing is you were quite right about a person developing their own dynamic their own sense of self and we're both martial artists so we can i'm, I'm gonna take it off of rap but i mean those two things to me are very similar martial arts and raps are very very similar in this yeah, they're way both a lifestyle yeah absolutely right so yeah, even yeah. if we both study the same art and we learn all the same moves because of who we are as people it's going to yeah. manifest differently. Like exactly. your roundhouse kick will look completely different from mine. Yeah. Um, it, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm taller. I'm like, there's just different stuff about us as individuals that is going to make those things, despite them being the same, be different. Um, as an yeah. MC, same yeah. principle. We're both, we're all doing the same thing. We're all rapping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, do you feel like the, uh, and I feel like in the last 15 years or so, the competitive side of it has, has ballooned. Um, despite all of this nicey nicey, we get along with each other stuff we we starting to see. In the last 15 years or so, it's bloomed. But do you think that's responsible for like there not being more groups in hip hop and it being so many solo artists? Like it seems like the, the groups have just faded to the to the to the background. Oh yeah, because I mean it only makes sense because um once you get to the top, I don't th I don't I'm not sure it's just hip hop, but I think it's any industry, you know, you get to a certain top the less people you deal with, the less you have to share the bag. And that's unfortunate, you know, nobody really wants to, you know, and it's like management are looking at that, you know, they see, you know, five people in a group or four, or whatever, they're always looking at to see who is the breakout. So it's like, just in yes. case this group thing doesn't work out. Well, you know, we have, uh, you know, an, a, a, a plan B, you know what I'm saying? So, and or maybe that was their whole whole thought process, you know, the whole creative process in the first place is like, we're going to have a group and, you know, eventually they're going to break and, you know, we're going to see who has potential. And, you know, I mean, in Asia, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, you know, you start up a singing and let's do a movie, you know what I mean? We're going to see who can act, you know, and you can act, you can sing, oh, you know, and let's, let's push you a little bit more, you know what I mean? So I think it's like a natural progression. Now, doesn't mean I agree with this natural progression, but right. uh, but unfortunately, you know, there's when there's just so much money, you know, it's like how do you generate that money? Like you have a chunk of money, how do you turn that chunk of money into a bigger chunk of money? At the end of the day, that is the game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So so, uh, but as far as um, competitiveness, you know, it's funny because I always think like because you know hip hop is is music music is is a self-expression right so music has been a, been around for a long time but what makes hip-hop competitive i think is because hip-hop was born in new york and new york is very very competitive very true you know like imagine if hip-hop was born in minnesota it might probably not be not not be that competitive you know i mean if you're born i hadn't thought about it that way you know what i mean so 
I think because hip hop is just so fast paced and, you know, like everybody have things to do and like, you know, the, the, the life and the struggle, you know, and I think um, every place that are like poorer area with the people, you have to prove yourself because everybody here that this is what I'm going to do. This, you know, I'm going to make it big. See, this is right here. This is the ticket. It's going to, you know, blow up. Everybody right. heard it. So it's like they're not that inclined or that excited. You have to show me. You have to prove it to me. So that I'm not quick to, to impress, I think, is part of it. You know what I mean? Now, unfortunately, it's kind of like crap, you know, crap in the barrel mentality. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, but it's. But the good thing, the silver lining is as it uh, evolved, like the battling scenes, you, you see guys still go out. Oh, that was hot. Like, that was dope. I'm going to give you that. Like, so there's some sort of a unity. It's not like really, really, really will beef compared to in the earlier battle stage. It's always going to end up in the fist fight somehow, somewhere, <laughs> you know? So it's like, damn, you know? So oh, yes. it, 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 it has evolved. But is it evolved like in the healthy direction, you know, unfortunately, because what is a healthy direction uh, is, is right group, solo artists, everybody can coexist, no matter what genre, like there's, there's an avenue for everybody. And honestly, it's true. Like, for example, in Portland, there are four or five or six different showcase that each showcase are different promoters, they all have their own like 100 to like 100, 200 people like audience. And all of those six events might not even intertwine with each other. Like their audience don't even intertwine with each other. And they're all hip hop shows. So it's like, that's deep. Like, like, how do we like, do, so case in point is there is a, um, you know, there's, there's an avenue for everybody. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just how do you, appeal to your audience you know what i mean so. oh you know what i'm glad you said that because i was actually i was formulating the question in my head and that's one thing that i, I, I want to make uh clear to people uh who may not understand like if this is your first time watching uh any uh interview or anything for the most part that came from the panther politics network there's not a lot of pre-gaming that goes into this um a lot of every single interview i do is on the spot I don't I think maybe two questions ahead of time everything else comes from the conversation because to me if I try to script it too much you may not get off what you really want to say and I may not get what I really want to get out of it so I figure okay let's give ourselves a couple of questions and then we'll go from there but something you just said made me think about something Portland is uh okay let me let me see if I can say this without it being I don't want to offend anybody from anywhere but um so like Seattle Tacoma Vancouver, Chehalis, Chehalis, however you say that, um, Portland, Salem, Eugene. I've done shows in all of these places. Yeah. And, and during the times when I was in these areas, I never got a feeling that I was in somewhere, I was in a place that was drastically different from any of the others. So with the Northwest kind of being a, not that it's a monolith, because, you know, every place has its nuances and its own thing. Um with Portland being the way it is, though, Portland is renowned for being a weird place, uh, for, for weird things happening there, for weird people residing there. How difficult has it been to kind of get a foothold in the hip hop scene in a city that, that I mean, I don't, are you, from, you're not from Portland, right? 
I'm originally from California. I grew up in the Bay Area, and uh, I've right. been in the in the Northwest for about twelve years. Okay. So, uh, how I break into um, the Portland hip hop scene was uh, I uh, go to this uh, hip hop weekly party. It's called Wicked Wednesday, uh, host <clears throat> by Portland OG DJ DJ Wicked. Shout out to DJ Wicked. Um, and Wicked it, it had already been hosting Wicked Wednesday since like 97. So when I get to, so 12 years ago from now was 2010, 11, around that time. So that's X amount of year. He already started Wicked Wednesday. So I went there, I was just, um, hanging out and, uh, I finally mustered up the courage and asked Wicked. It's like, hey, Wicked, can I, can I do a set? Like, can I rap? You know what I mean? Do like a twenty-minute set. He said, like, oh, cool. And um, I was a little bit nervous because Wicked Wednesday's fans are like, they're not casual hip hop fans. They're hardcore hip hop fans. Like, it's, it's like it's like eight miles. You know what I mean? So it's like no funny business. No. I mean, I mean, the crowd is not going to beat you up, but they're real hip hop fans. So they know who's real and who's faking the funk. So, right. and hey, I'll take it straight. You know, I have no problem. Um, so it's like through Wicked Wednesday and through performing, I kind of breaking into like, so my hip hop scene was kind of just Wicked Wednesday, which is a big, large community. Because seriously, I think every friend that I've met in Portland is because of Wicked Wednesday. Like even our relationship. Wow. Uh, okay, so I met Diction, right, through Wicked Wednesday. Shout out to Diction Uno, one of the uh, yes, man, good dude, man, just good friends and dope MCs, all and everything. Uh, like, right, so through Diction, I met, uh, you know, DJ Zone, and then I met my homie Yamio the Firemouth and my crew So Fire, and um, mm. then, like, I met... Uh, you know, like Black Magic Noise, like Ireless, Shout Out to Ireless. Oh, yeah. And, and that's, that's how fair. I met Reddy Ron, you know, my big brother, you know what I mean? And Reddy Ron's how I met you. So it's like, in the way, it kind of started with Wicked West. So, so like all of this, you know what I mean? Like, so all of these friends is because of like a friend from Wicked Wednesday that know a friend that, you know what I mean? So <sighs> it's like you walk around, hey, you know, oh shit, they need to buy a vacuum cleaner. One party, we go, oh yeah, I got a cousin that does that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's my car fix. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, I, I need a lawyer. <laughs> you know? I love it, man. It's a and that's one reason why, that's one reason why I, I did, I, I actually just told uh, Gabriel, my manager, I just told him, hey man, look, I know we doing A, B, or C, and you know, this is, it's a certain, it's a certain degree of where I feel like my career is presently. But yeah. by the same token, something like Wicked Wednesdays, where I know there are diehard hip hop hip hop heads that I want to be there. Like yeah. I said, this juncture it ain't about the money for me. It's about getting it in front of people who will appreciate what we do and who will actually listen and, and take it back with them, as opposed to it just being in that moment. They're like, yeah, that was dope, and then they own to the next thing because this ain't really what they own. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that's dope, oh, man. So, okay, now real quick, <laughs> I'm gonna invite you. Uh, so the next. Wicked Wednesday anniversary, the 26th year anniversary is coming up the day before Thanksgiving. Mm. And it's gonna be at the spare room. And um, it's gonna be like four DJs, but at midnight, there's gonna be a freestyle cipher. 
yo, seven, if you showed up, it's gonna be bonkers, okay? But cats are not gonna hate on you, you know? And also in advance, I'm gonna introduce you to Wicked, you know what I mean? Cause like, okay. and um, uh, I know we're gonna jump all over the place, but you know, like Cypher Saturday, you know, which, you know, we all, uh, participate and involve shout out to you know a revolution uh much love and respect to her but Indeed. you know ready ron has been playing beats at cypher saturday but right. i want to organize one where dj wicked he he will come through and do a cypher saturday with ron but he will bring his tables he will bring his finals it will be just scratching playing like underground hip hop beats and freestyle. Now, I think when Wicked come out like that, he's going to bring the alumni Wicked Wednesday freestyle. People come to the event. So it's going to be like two, just, Ooh. it's going to be a showcase, man. Like, I, you know, I, I, would, I, did I, I would love to be a part of it. I would love to I be think, a part of it. Yeah. I, I think we had to edit this part out because that's like too crazy. I don't think people are ready to hear that. Hey, you know, hey. But we I think I think it'd be super righteous, man. I think it'd be just super, super righteous, and 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 that's really what it's supposed to be. Because you know, it's like you know, Wicked, you know, and I still play records with him every Thursday at the Cheerful Tortoise. It's like we really bring our techniques. We you know, we really bring our mixers and we play vinyls. Like there's no computers, no, you know, uh, Serato, no knocking on anyone. But I'm just saying, it's like we're really, you know. Uh, preserving the culture, you know what I mean? Like, you know, keeping yes. it alive. But in the same time, you know, we respect and acknowledge the new technology. So if we can create an event where it could both, you know, uh, elements, you know, like combine, you know, I, I, the, like to me, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing, you know what I mean? I'm gonna tell you something crazy. You know, you know, you know what element I miss the most about doing shows with my DJ scratching on real vinyl? The, the one thing I miss the most is the record occasionally skipping. I miss that because it's a good test to see where you are as an artist. Is the skip gonna completely throw you off and now you can't focus and finish the rest of the song, or are you gonna analyze where it skipped, recognize where it is, hop back in and keep going? Um, yeah. and that's. That's something that I learned on my very first yeah. tour uh, with KRS-One. And he was like, yo, if the, oh, the record skip, just keep going. If yeah. the record skip, just keep going. If the if the mic start feeding back, just keep going. No matter yeah. what happens, don't stop rapping. Just keep going. Because the sound man, if he's good, will acknowledge what's happening and he'll fix it. Just keep going. And yeah. I was like, okay, okay. And that was some great, uh, that was some great advice because to this day, I, I don't stop when there's a when there's an audio problem. I just keep going, and then I'm yeah. just looking at the sound man the whole time. Like I'm rapping, and I'm like, "Yo, this da 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 da, da. yo, that speaker right there." Da, da, da. I'm not saying it. I'm just pointing to it, and I'm just yeah. like, yeah, "But I'm but I'm still doing my thing the whole time that's going on." So like, that's um, that's yeah, that was great advice. Now Portland does have that's some, your veteran move. That's that's your veteran move. You, you keep it in yeah. your pocket. You keep it in your sleep. That, that's dope. You know, you got to have experience to have that, you know? So yes. shout out to that. Shout out to that. Yo. Yeah, and I, uh, I think uh, despite whatever, you know, um, I have my own misgivings or whatever about the entirety of the Africa Bambada situation and KRS was response to it, but that does not change the validity of what he's given to me as an MC that that's made me a better live performer and a better recorder too, for that matter. Um, it's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot of nuance that goes into being an MC that some people don't recognize because they think we just go in the booth and just start yeah. saying words, but it's yeah. so much more than that. Have you ever rocked at the thesis? 
Uh, I think we tried to link one time, but I guess it was booked up and then we just didn't follow up because, uh, I mean, like in SoFi, there's like three of us and it's like everybody have a career and everybody like have families. So it's not like, hey, let's go drop everything. Let's let's link up and do the show like it. It takes some preparation. That's what I'm trying to say. And it's like, you know, doesn't matter big or small shows. If we get invited to perform, we want to make sure we give a hundred and ninety nine percent. You know what I mean? So that's 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 our that's what we are always uh, pry ourselves to. You know, um, you know, recently we opened for the Jungle Brothers, so that was no a, you know that was really dope. You know what I mean? But y'all, I want to backtrack a little bit just to talk about like MC skills because um, like Wicked, he he went on tour with like a bunch of artists like. You know, um, he he toured with Saigon. You know, he toured ah. with like uh, you know, like Atmosphere from like uh, Ramsey or stuff. Oh, wow. But but what he was saying is like you know, let's say uh, you know, like he's he's DJing for like uh, an artist and they're performing the song, but on the chorus, he will match the BPM to like a classic song, like like a shook one, or like a nothing but a G thing, you know, and. I think if the artists, right, they don't forget their shit and they could like, right, so like their beat and then when it gets to the chorus, it's like a classic song's chorus and then they go back to the beat. That's fucking ill if you can match that. But sometimes oh, yeah. some, like some people bring fart and then it just froze because they're like, oh, what like, what should I say? Because they're so used to it's on that beat. It's just and being that beat, yeah. Yeah, that's the only way it can make it happen. If not, like it. You know, then it just freeze. And also, um, you know, we, we have to address this, and this is facts, is majority of hip, main hip-hop supporters are European-American. You know, right? So, and European-American are very supportive. Like, rather, you have a good set, bad set, they still will clap, you know, hey, cheer for you, you know, for, for you, you know, just show up you know what i mean absolutely but wicked he told me when he toured in atlanta in georgia where majority of the crowd are 80 percent black people you know oh, yeah. like like apollo style they won't hesitate oh, yeah. to tell you you whack so i love that <laughs> like wicked he said he was nervous but he just kept doing his thing and he like tear it up and everybody like you know, was having a great time. And that's when he know that day is like, yo, like, okay, cool. Like I'm doing all right. Cause if, you know, like the roots, the, 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 the original, you know, people got love for me and appreciate that I'm doing something right. And that, and I feel the same way because one time I did a show in Cali, um, I was a support act cause it's like a weekly show that the all kinds of tour, like, you know they, they would have a stop there so i was opening up for this group out of oklahoma and check this out man i'm boom bap i did my whole set boom bap and they're a trap and there are like all kinds of like you know uh majority audience were, were black people you know mm -hmm. and then when i came out and did my thing like they just ate it up so i was like yo that's cool and and that just shows that 
like at the end of the day, if you are just being your genuine, true self, you're not faking the funk, and Absolutely. you know you're not you know overly say you know being something that they know you're not. Like they will accept you, you know. Like they they accept you for you know being who you are, and you know. So it's like sometimes people get bad rap. Like I think like. I don't want to start off too much in the political and the histories and all of that, but I, I, I feel like dark skin, you know, right? Not just, you know, black brown skin, you know, like people always just automatically like get, you know, um, being held suspicious and like, you know, and all, all the stigma. But when, yes. you know, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's human. Like, you know, everybody is going to, everybody have the ability to love and everybody have the ability to destroy it is it's not based on the colors you know what i mean and i've been listening to this guru he said there are joyful people and miserable people but there are no good people and bad people so you know we are we're all capable of you know what i mean so uh you know it's it's, it's hard but if you want to and you can set your mind to it like it's it's possible. So I my bad, man. I didn't I don't mean to stare off too much. But I feel oh, like nah. That's... you know, it, like hip hop, live, martial arts, you know, cooking, you know, whatever, tattooing, it's it's all like a lifestyle and they all intertwine and, and they all require the same attribute, you know, to push it to the next level, you know, because oh, yeah. in martial arts, there's physical, mental, and spiritual. So physical, right? You oh, they're teaching you a jab. Okay, so you learn a jab, they're teaching you a roundhouse, so you're doing a roundhouse. And you start to put into like like right each technique is like a letter. You put all these letters together, they becomes words. You put all these words together, they become sentences. The next thing you know, you're speaking. Then you get to uh, mental. I do this. This person might do that. So if they do that, I'm gonna do this, right? So it's like it's it's already you're four or five steps ahead. You know, really like a chess match. Yes. Then you get to spiritual. It's like look, I can do this technique. My eyes closed, both sides, and once you kind of get to that level, it's like there's really no joy in just beating somebody up, especially they have no clue like what to do. I'm, I'm just saying, oh, look. That's real. That's in, real. <laughs> in, in a life-threatening situation, of course, you have to do what you need to do to get yourself out of the situation. But seriously, right. there's really no joy. Now, I think if somebody have like fun, joy, and cheer that they could beat somebody up, that I mean, like they have the skills, but the people they beat up have no skills. And if these people have joy, uh, I'm sorry, that's that's a disease, that's a sickness. Thanks, thanks. That's you know? almost like I I, I compare that to being the, um, like okay, I said something one time, and I and I know like nowadays I probably would get canceled for it. I'm gonna say it anyway. I don't give a fuck. But like, um, <laughs> a guy was like, yeah, man, I was like, uh, he was gives, he was giving an example very much like what you said. He was clearly the most skilled person in the situation, and he won, and he was making a big deal about it. And I said, that's almost like being the tallest midget, man. Who cares? Like, y'all yeah. <laughs> all short. You just the tallest one by half an inch. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, the reality of the matter is, we have um, and and I, and I blame this. Uh, specific thing that creates that kind of that kind of uh, situation on America and its um, insistence on creating individualism. Now, in some cases, individualism can be a powerful tool to assist you, but when you apply it to every situation, 
uh, and individualism starts to cloud your concept of community, that's when you start having those kind of problems. Now it's a matter of, I just got to be better than you. It doesn't matter that I already know that I know A, B, and C, and you know none of it. I just got to be better than you. Mm-hmm. I have to be the best. Um, I started rapping with the intention of being the best rapper to ever walk the planet. That was my goal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Then as time progressed, it became, you know, get a record deal, put records out, uh, go on tour, da, 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 da. All of those things were part of the plan in my in my mind. That's the natural you know progression, though. Right. Yeah. 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 So, it's, like, it's, as I'm having those thoughts and I'm moving along that path the whole time, I'm comparing my situation, much like what you were saying earlier. I'm comparing what I'm doing to what the next person's doing is trying to do the same thing, not recognizing that this person got some drug dealer with 50 grand and they just threw to him. Here, go do what you got to do. I'm doing everything out of my pocket. You know what I'm saying? So when we don't know the entirety of the nuance of somebody's situation, it's easy to make those comparisons and lose your sense of self. Yeah, because you're absolutely. too busy trying to keep up with them. So like, and that, and that individualism that was created, I feel like capitalism creates individualism. So that way, boom, now I'm worried about getting mine. What did Tupac say in that interview? Gimme, gimme, gimme. Now get away, get away, get away. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, that's, yeah. And that's pretty much where everybody is. So even in hip hop, we have the same problem. Um, oh, I've been trying to get on this stage for two hip-hop. years. Definitely in hip hop, because hip hop belongs in the street. That's a street mentality. Thanks. That's a that, that's a poor man mentality, and anywhere there's always going to be competition because it's not just it's not just wealth that people are seeking. They're looking for respect and power and all of that because, like, you know, when unfortunately in the poor area, we're just not nice to each other. We're not kind to each other. It's like immediately a size up. And in the early days, I'm sure there are like immediately deadly violence that happens very, very frequent, you know? So it's like it ingrained in it because like there's a body memory, you know, what happened to our parents, whatever traumatic event they went through, that DNA passed it on to us. Well, their parents passed that to their DNA and yes. they're one before and the one before. And so when we trace all the way back, all of us are warriors. All of us are fighting. All of us are, you know, it's part of our DNA. But when we're fucking hungry and we're standing in line at McDonald's, we all say, well, like, no, you first, sir. You first. No, no, it's okay. How's yeah. your day? But, you know, we're like hungry as hell. But animals <laughs> not going to do that to you. Animals like, get the fuck out of my way. Move. It's time to eat. <laughs> I'll eat you, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's real talk. You know, but like, like, like capitalism. Um, okay, like people are saying, right? Oh, you know, capitalism has been around for so long, and you know, is ingraining us, and we can't change. And that's when we have to study history because capitalism, right? Money, the concept of money. It's only been around like maybe two thousand years. Okay. The human history is like one million year. So what is exactly. 2,000 compared to a million? So what that means is what it can have, like right, once upon a time, the society didn't, didn't start with that. It can also be without that. Um, another perfect example, uh, you know, cannabis. You know, I don't really call it marijuana because it's a stigma name, but the term is cannabis, right? So a hundred, so like a hundred years ago, 100 years old, so like what, 1920. That's like the biggest stigma with the U.S. Congress that's trying to ban cannabis. They're saying, oh, 
you know, Mexican people, black people smoke that and they'll rape white women. But really, really, really what they're trying to stop is the hemp industry because the hemp industry burns so much better than rope. It costs less, it's more efficient, it saves more money. But there was already an industry going on and like just generating wealth, like generations of wealth. So all of a sudden, a new tools that could erase their entire industry, of course, they're not just going to stand by and let it happen. So they got to create something and they kind of, you know, like, hey, Mr. Politician, how you doing? You know, how is that? <laughs> how is that monthly salary? Not so much. Well, you know, uh, you know, here, you know here's a little and that brown, Here's a brown paper bag that might alleviate that for you. Right. You know what I mean? So unfortunately, so that's capitalism. But, you know, it's like with people with money, you 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 can use that money and turn into something that benefits you even more. Like it's always been a half versus half not, but now the gap is even more. Like you look at yes. poor people, like, you know, as far as there's been cities, there's always been homelessness. But back then, like I said, the eighties and nineties, you know, homeless, they won't attack you. Like, at least not that I know of. I mean, I'm sure there are some case, but not very frequent. Mostly people just stands there and, you know, kind of shake their cups a little bit and, you know, and ask if you can help. But if you say, hey, I'm sorry, I can't, I don't have any money. They just kind of let you be, leave you alone. Right. But now, like, they're aggressive. They are angry at you. You know, like, they, they know that society doesn't give a fuck about them. So, that, so that's why they're purposely, like, walking around naked or walk into a store and just grab something. And, but don't even run. They just grab something and walk off. They know you're going to chase them. They want to create a scene because they know that society doesn't care about them. So they need to create something for people to notice them. Right, so, right, right. You know, and that's, you know, that's really, so, so the nat so if you don't stop that, the natural progression is going to lead to people getting attacked. You, you, you think it's a couple, hey, I'm sorry, and... We feel you, and these things are just going to miraculously go away. That's not how it works. And yeah. especially, you know, you hear that, like, different states, whatever governor, they round up their homeless people and give them a bus ticket and ship them all to Portland. So it's like, it's crazy. Like, people really talk about that, you know. But look, what? at the end of the day, I am not uh, knocking anybody, like, homeless because, like, I'm I'm lucky and and blessed with the opportunity that I have that I could like you know be not in that situation you know what I mean cuz and 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 another thing right to be completely honest if I was in their situation I'll probably behave the same way right in society right it's like to a point where someone could take a shit right on 4th and Burnside what f <laughs> you think that person have hope and 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 doing that? Nah, he's been nah. kicked to the side and rained on, snowed on, all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? Like pushed that person to like off edge. Like so, you know, it's it's That's and, and 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 you know what I mean? And 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 it's tough because like people like you and I. We want to do what we can to stop, but we also know in the same time, like there's only so much that we can do. And I believe that saving the world is not 
on any particular person's responsibility. It should be everybody's responsibility. Thanks. The, the, the definition of human, the responsibility of a human being is to look out for your environment and your fellow human beings. That's it. You're not here to be the illest MCs. Now, if you want to, do that. That's do what that. you want. Do that. You want to make the best, you know, milk tea? Do that. That's your passion. Do that. You know what I mean? But don't hurt nobody. And and what you know, mm. learn learn about what you're gonna what you want to do, how to how to get there and all that stuff. And then think about if this is the way, you know, this is the road you want to go. Because if you want to go, then do that. But if it didn't work out for you, don't blame it on anybody. Don't take it out on anybody. You know, Nobody but but in the same time, but in the same time, society need to not shame that. Right. Give me, to, so, to hold, that thought, hold that thought. For, hold that yeah. thought. Hold that thought for one second. Yeah. Yo, sure. yo, what's up? Yo. Hey yo. Hey yo, I'm podcasting right now. I'm gonna have to hit you back. <laughs> I'm gonna have to hit you back. All right. <laughs> Crazy These man. Women, like they don't know. Every Sunday at four o'clock, I'm doing the same thing, but yet they still come. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Just in case, you know. Yeah, you know. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not interviewing somebody. Right. Let's call him. Uh, let's, but, let's try my man. luck. Let's try. Yeah, like you, you made excellent points, man. And I, and I know we we kind of like, and this is something like I, I, for those of y'all who don't know, Billy, that's. That's fam right there. So that's why this conversation started on hip hop, but it just kind of starts veering off because we talk about all kind of stuff. But yeah. um, at the end of the day, it really all still boils back to the same thing because I, I realized um, probably, I don't know, probably about 10 years ago, I was like, you know what hip hop is? Hip hop is um, people who didn't have, that's their manifestation of what the culture should be like for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, whereas it's all of this other stuff exists outside of that. That's not hip hop. And we took elements from some of that stuff to make the stuff that we do in hip hop. Like, just like yeah. it's no different than sampling to make beats. Like, we took took elements of a lot of these things and created all this other stuff that we do. But for us, like the way graffiti writers write, the way B boys and B girls dance, the way DJs, hip hop DJs manipulate records, the way the MC became, you know, the face of the, of the culture, all of that is specific to hip hop. All of that's just us, you know what I'm saying? That's because of the essence. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. oh, no, you're right. But that's you're, because you're, of the essence. That's exactly where yeah. I was going. Yeah, yeah, because the essence kind of mold mold the the, the direction, paved the direction. Because the essence, right? What is the essence of hip hop, right? Because you you name all those elements, right? MCing, DJing, graffiti, b boys, b girls, and even beatboxing. Uh, to 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 now uh, uh fashion, fashion, right? Hip hop. Like uh, hip hop journalism media, yeah. right? It, and it's a it's it's about the essence. Now, what is the essence of hip hop? The essence of hip hop is you got to have skills, you got to kick knowledge, and you got to have originality. Now, as long as you maintain those three things, you're gonna be all right. So everything you do, so okay, I'm gonna do this song based on this essence. Boom! I knock it out. The next song, my goal is to outdo this song I just finished. And then boom, right? And then so then you do then you knock out this song. And then this next song, you're like, yo, I you know what I mean? So that is a, also a natural progression. Yes. You know? And then next thing you know, you're like, oh shit, you know what I mean? And 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 one thing I I really, really um, you know, using the word for the lack of word, admire, because you know, I don't. And then one thing I've learned from this guru, he said, uh, don't look up to anybody 
and also don't look down on anybody. But, but from training, you know, Bruce Lee, uh, Ji Kune Do, he says, absorb what is useful and reject what is useless and make it your own. So I always look at people, it's like, wow, you know, like these are the things that they do in their life. Of course, nobody is perfect. And, and I don't even like that word perfect because we all going to have flaws. But it's like, but everybody, like, for example, like your, your, your intellect is sharp. Like you're, you're uh, 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 driven, you're eager to learn and you're, you, are, you are hungry for knowledge because your goal is kind of similar to mine is every day my goal is I don't care as a physical aspect or mental aspect or spiritual aspect or professional expertise. I want to gain something, one up on one level on something. Don't have to be yes. t t 10 levels up, just one. Like right what Will Smith says, Every day you lay a solid brick as solid as you can. Eventually, short, you know, you, you, you have a wall, you know what I mean? So it's kind of the same yes. thing. So, but of course, instead of building a wall, we're building an actual building, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So like, I mean, um, and you on that independent grind and I think you have the talent. I think you know how to utilize the tools and I, you know, like, I'm kind of like in the same boat. It's like, though, do I wish the next song get picked up, start playing in Times Squares and millions of downloads and view? Of course. And 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 that should be the goal you're still aiming for. But but just in case, if that, you know, might not launch in the way we want, let's create a, a piece of art that a project or a song from the moment we press play till the last second of the note, we go, I approve that. That's dope to me. It passed my standard. Because we've been, before we even doing music, we were a fan of music. We know what right. good music sound like. You know, we have an idea. Now, of course, sometimes we want to experiment and, and, and do something, you know, off, off, you know, what we normally do. It's because it's an experiment. You want to see if it works, of course. But most of the time, we know, you know, especially been doing it for so long you kind of have a, a general idea of what you like you know um, of course a fair skills mc can rap on any beat but that mc is still a person it's still going to have a preference still going to have a you know like 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 prefer you know what i mean so yes. that's a human expression you know what i mean so and i think that's that's really dope and by the way uh i don't want to be referred as a rapper uh, you know, I always want to be reversed as an MC because, you know, when you're a rapper, you don't really have to live the lifestyle. But in your MC, you have to. You know, if you claim you're an MC, you know, people are going to check you and you have to deliver. You know what I mean? Like you have to, you know, show up, show and prove. So, uh, but in front of MC's yes. MC, I'm a rapper. In front of, you know what I mean? But in front of a bunch of rappers, I'm an MC. So it's like, you know, it's it's a it's it it's a unique, funny uh thing, you know. I think that 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 whole um dynamic, you know. MC rapper thing is like I looked at it one way for a really long time. And then um I heard some guys that I consider MCs, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not gonna say who said this just in case people look at it weird, but um these are guys who I consider MCs, but they have had some commercial success as, as rap artists. So they were like, well, man, I think it's stupid when these MCs say they're not rappers. Don't you make rap music? Then you're a rapper. 
like even if you consider yourself a MC, you're still a rapper. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so you can't say I'm an MC, I'm not a rapper. You can say I'm an MC and a rap I'm an MC and that can encompass you being an MC and a rapper. But that rapper can't claim being an MC if they're not. Like that's the only that's the only thing that differentiated too. Like you MC guys keep acting like they insulted by being put in a rapper bag. But if you make rap music, you're a rapper. So stop being stupid about it. And I'm like, man, that's crazy because you remember there was a phase around when Jeezy came out of all these guys that their whole thing was, yeah, I'm not a rapper. I'm not a rapper. But you're saying it in a rap song, you dumbass. So yeah, you're a rapper. Like I don't care if you what you call yourself, trapper, boss, whatever you call yourself. You're saying what you're saying in a rap song. You're a rapper. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. So like <laughs> so I mean what what do you think it what what do you think it is about the the stigma of being called a quote unquote rapper that made made that become a thing? Because like I still hear it now, not as much, but I still hear it now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm not a rapper, I'm a da da da. But you're saying it in a rap song. <laughs> yeah. Uh well it's it's just uh you're you're selling pizza and you're saying <laughs> pizza sucks <laughs> you know like i don't know like it's 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 a it's 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 a strategy it's 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 a tool it's is any way to to keep keep them in the conversation you know what i mean which is nothing wrong with it that's that's what you need to do like right uh uh good news or bad news like bad news is good news no news is bad news you know what I mean? So yeah, as whatever yeah. it is, like, hey, make fun of me. That's cool. But as long as I'm still in the training topic, you know what I mean? I'm still in the hashtag. I'm still in the, you know, in the conversation. And and, and I think that's what always, you know, look, look I mean, you know, you, 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 you look at um comedy actors like, you know, Jim Carrey, like Adam Sandler, uh, you know, Mike Myers, like, those people in the regular day, they're like intellectuals. They're, you know, like in, intelligent intellectuals. But in the movies, they play this character where yeah. it give, you know, it gives you the, it's like, oh my God, he's so stupid. Like I wouldn't have done that. It's to make you think you're smarter than him, right? But you're the one who pay X amount of money to go see him. So who is the smart one? You know, so and I he made you believe that's really who he is, <laughs> right? You know, makes you think that you actually. That so it's like the a smart person at the end of the day, or you know, in, in a like they don't spend too much time like emotional. Of of course, they can still get hurt by their loved ones, but as far as but as, like they will go that extra length to go get what they want. Like me personally, I'm not a social person. But if people hire me to speak to like thousands of people because of my expertise that I know, I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. But after I'm done talking, after the event, I'm like, all right, peace. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Of Gotta go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, you know, so. But 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 they're all me. There's 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 no moment I'm not being myself. They're all me. Right. So it's like, and and that's how it is. You know, like, I think we're both introvert and extrovert. If, if, if you're around people you don't like, then you're introvert. Or not, not that you don't like, but is the energy or the conversation where you felt like, uh, you know, I, I don't think that's, you know, benefits me. Like, you know, like, like nothing, nothing, nothing I can learn from, you know what I, I mean? Like, I don't like, feel like I necessarily belong here. Like, this, right? is, this isn't my, this isn't my tribe. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, but if you're around people who are super cool, down to earth, no ego. Like they're not sizing you up. When they look at you in the eye, they shake your hand. They really eagerly want to learn what you are about. And you go, okay. 
I, I respect and I appreciate the respect. So if you ask a question and the question is not personal, right? That person has to also have a right mind. Hey, I'm not going to go up right away and ask him about his family and stuff like that. No, that is just too personal. Know what to ask. Yes. Work, you know what I mean? Like, and real people recognize that. It's like, yo, I, I really appreciate you respect me. Then maybe you feel more open to open up a little bit more. And that's really how communication and, and build relationship. You know what I mean? Like, and, and a lot of time, it's not that people didn't want to do that, but they just didn't know how. They thought whatever that they're doing was that, but because they didn't right. know how, and it made us look like a dumbass. And honestly, especially with strangers, hey man, you only got one second with me, right? If, if if that vibe ain't well, I'm out. You know, I'm you know, no no disrespect, but you know what I mean. Time is precious. You know, like that's that's my thing. If I'm in, I'm all in. But if I have the slightest doubt, I'm out. You know, it's funny you say that because I, <laughs> I I I'm kind of like that when it comes to albums. Yeah. Um, I'll start listening to a song and I'll give it X amount of time to catch my attention, and I'll skip to the next one. I can yeah. give it X amount of time to catch my attention to skip to the next one. Now, if you happen to make it past that time frame, and even if you haven't said anything, if the beat is dope enough for me to still be here, now when you start rapping, I'm going to give you six bars to, to convince me I'm supposed to stay here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then six bars, you ain't said nothing to make me be like, ooh, yeah, I'm turning it off. But like, yeah. and as much like what you said, time is precious. With that being said, though, I got to ask because we as MCs go through so many different phases of being creative. Um, like different, we have different times where um, like there was one year I put out five albums in one year. And then the, wow. the next year I put out one project the whole year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then the next year it might've been two. The year after that, it was four more. Then the year, like it's just kind of all over the place because everything happens in its own time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and sometimes regardless of when you want to put that album out, the universe is saying, nah, not yet. Not yet. Just keep doing what you're doing, but not yet. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm going to slow you down just a little bit and make you not be able to finish writing that song yet. Because if you write it now, you're going to record it now, you're going to put it out in it ain't time. As that's continued to happen, I've, I've started to realize that the way I view my output is far different from what it used to be. So um, if you had asked me five years ago, what's your favorite project you're doing? I had an answer. Like, and it was always the same answer every time somebody asked me that. Right. But now, five years later, after releasing seven more albums, the answer's completely different. But the only reason the answer's different is because now I'm able to look at it through a different scope and say, mm -hmm. wait, 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 wait. Everything I did prior to that point, it's good. But I understand now, but I'm looking back and kind of seeing everything with clear vision, that this was when it started changing. This is when it turned into oh, this the MC I really want to be. And that's yeah. who I'm going to be for the rest of the ride. You know what I'm saying? Um, at what point as an MC, during, was, is there a particular song or project that you made that made you say, yup, there it is, right there? Um, okay, so, hmm. I, man, I can't compare albums with you. I'll, I'll just, I'll just... <laughs> I'll just respectfully uh step back and 
you know, <laughs> clap my hand and give you my flowers. No, because uh, I, okay, so this, okay, so I started rhyming around like 99 when I was 17, and I didn't really take it serious until I was 23. Mm. Uh, when I was 23, uh, I went to the local shows. I started doing a lot of freestyle. Like there was a point where I freestyle so I was so into freestyle, I almost can't sleep. I will I will close my eyes while I go to sleep. I'll be like, go to sleep. You got water on your feet. That's why you need. I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it I was know just wrong. Feeling, bro. You know, like I just cannot turn it off. So I like tone it down and uh, focus on writing. And then I met this guy uh, who was, uh, he owns an independent label. So he saw me freestyle and he's like, yo, I like you. And so like we talked, we chop it up. He showed me the studio and, uh, and I said, like, all right, cool. And at that time I was young. So, so around 23, 22, 23, uh, I, at that time, I just basically whatever dope instrumental that is on that at that time or classic, I just start ripping them. Just, you know, like um, what's that song with uh, Deep Cover, right? You know, all the all of those beats, you know what I mean? Just ripping them and ripping them. And that's that, you know, lyrical push-ups, you know, stay sharp, you know what I mean? And um, and right there is when I realized, like, wow, I I am telling stories because a lot of people will always tell me like, hey, when you when 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 I hear you spit, like you're telling you you you're you're putting work like uh like pictures in my head with your words. So when you're done, I can always see what you're trying to tell me. And it's kind of like a story. So and and I kind of like like that direction, you know what I mean? Cause like, you know, I, I want to like um because like we can all relate, you know, none of us are like billionaires, you know, so it's like in a lot of daily life, we have a lot of things in common. So, mm -hmm. you know, so it's um, when we just solely focus on like outlook featured, and of course, we're different, but we still have two eyes and a nose and a mouth and, and two ears, you know, what I mean, so it's like, it's not like, Oh, you're Chinese. You guys have extra arms, and you know you're black, and you know you have you have you have fifteen toes instead, right? You know what I mean? It's like that's it's not. We're all the same, you know. And then Chinese, and then you guys got extra arms, right? You know what I mean? Like it's not like you know. So that's not really what's going on. So yeah, and and uh, th then then you really start talking to each other, and you're like. Dude, I love noodles. What? I love noodles too. And it is like, yo, like, I fucking love, uh, uh, you know, um, hip hop. Oh, what? Me too. So it's like, next thing you know, it's like, there's so we have so much more in common. It's like, hey, what do you want to do? I want to fucking work hard and make my mama proud. Oh shit, me too. Like, it's like, it's really not that much different, you know. And honestly, yes, yeah, some of us want to be millionaires. But I think at the end of the day, what we really, really want is we don't mind working. We don't mind working. But we want is a weekend. We can get up early. We take the kids to like a, a amusement park, have a great time, eat some food. And if we're still not tired enough, maybe watch a movie and get ice cream. And that's what we really all you want to do. And if we can do that, 
we don't mind going to work and through the traffic and all that shit. Like it's, it's, it's so much thing a human body can take and absorb for that one, you know, goal that, but sometimes that, that, uh, that destination, you know, th don't need a billion dollars to achieve that. You know what I mean? It's like, the so, and, and, the yeah, so it's comfort, right. You know what I mean? Comfort. So I think a lot of us like can relate that, but you know, while you're standing on a bus stop, I'm standing on a bus stop. I'm not gonna look at you and start asking you, "Hey, is, is that what you're into?" You know what I mean? Like that's that's bizarre. Bro, you like riding the bus and shit? What's up? <laughs> How'd you know? Oh shit, bro! Like nah, literally, I hate this shit. I just don't got a car right now. Like what are you, you know, right? So <laughs> it's it's you know what I mean? So it's like is as much as differences we have, but we also have a lot of similarity, and and it's this similarity we express it to music, we express it to martial arts, to movies, films. You know what I mean? Podcasts, you know, and, and, and that's how we bring bring each other closer and closer. And as it should. And with the technology now, you know, you release this episode, a kid in Hong Kong can be listening to it. You know, a kid in, in Belgium, a kid in New Zealand, you know, can listen to it. And so it's like, yes, they still adapt their local culture, but is is a global culture and force that you know, bringing us together. So the good thing is like, there will be racism, but you, but you don't see too much racism. Like, because like, so if you see, you know, two people with different ethnicity fighting, it we probably won't be because of racism. It's probably like, you know, hey, the other person stole the other person's money. There's a person no peace. Yeah. Yeah. And you go, oh, yeah. oh, well, okay. In that case, like, it's, it's funny. Um, So, I, and and this is a, a sensitive topic, and I I don't and by no mean I am poking fun of the situation. I think anybody that is, uh, uh, couldn't defend themselves get picked on. I don't support that. I don't matter what color, what side. You know, what I mean, if anybody that could not defend themselves and they get picked on, I don't support that. But let's say a scenario: you see a brother and a Chinese person fighting. Who cares what side is beating each other's ass? And you go, oh my god, is this racially? like motivated so you want to go in there and intervene and you go nah 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 this dude gang is getting whooped on he stole 250 large from this man and he finally caught up to him and you go wow well in that case like proceed I, right yeah you know like you can say hey you know you have different ethnicity so you can't you know what i mean so yeah like because because what 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 we should stand against is you know, because love and hate is like happy and sad and hungry and thirsty. It's all part of our human expression. But the problem is, if you hate someone, you know, because of the skin color, that's something that they cannot change. And that's unfair. And that's ignorant. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, yeah, you, you, you know, and, and they say, oh, you know, people fear the unknown. If you have... Um, confident in your ability if you're confident in your character you're confident in yourself that fear you can manage that you know it's not like that person is walking around with an ak yeah then maybe go talking to them you know like I already saw him let off a couple shots, you know so yeah, it's like definitely not trying to hold a conversation with that guy yeah you know what I mean but you know, like, 
that's that's you know like one thing like in Portland and and, and I felt like you know honestly I I I look short I am short I, I'm not a I'm not Yao Ming Hai I'm five six I'm only hundred and forty pounds but but when I walk up to people I look them in the eye and I shake their hand because number one I know what I'm not gonna say something on purpose to step on their foot to disrespect them I'm not gonna do that so if I'm not gonna do that they probably wouldn't do that. Now, if they do do that, then I know that, that that's not the conversation that I need to have in my life. It's, it's very easy. None of those process needs to have hate. You know what? It happens because people choose to engage it as opposed yeah. to walking away from it. And it's only because, and you know, and I, I, I say this all the time and I, and I don't mean to, uh, and people hear me talking, they be like, why don't you, you know, why don't you move somewhere else then? And I'm like, dog, it ain't that. You know what I'm saying? It's not that. Like you talking about, I, I, I actually had a funny story real quick. I had a guy like, yo, go back to Africa. And I was like, let me ask you a question. If I tell you to go back to Ireland, how would you feel? I've never been to Ireland. I've never been to Africa. How the fuck can right. I go back somewhere I've never been? Yeah. Come on, man. I understand where you're coming from. I understand what you're trying to say, but you just sound stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, you are so stupid with your stupidness. You don't even have intelligence with your stupidness. You know what I mean? You just want to shout something yeah. because- it's stupid, like, stupid, yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like, right, Africa, first of all, the continent is not a, you know, it's not a country. And also, yeah. look, you want me to go there? Motherfucker, buy me a ticket. Motherfucker, pay my housing. Get my you know ass. I'll be glad to go there. You know, if not, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tell the next one of them that they say that. So, hey, yo, check it. Pay for the plane ticket and pay for my housing for a year. Give me time to get set up. I'll go. Yeah. Cut the check. Shit. Cut the check. Let's right, get it. Right. So, so, so how, how strong is your hate? <laughs> you feel me? Is, is it enough? Is it strong enough for you to go in your pocket? Because if yeah. not, stop you talking know, to me. Yeah. Keep that energy oh. up and then. Get the fuck out of my face, man. I'm Shit. about to ask you the, I'm about to ask you the most loaded question in podcast history. Oh damn. Bring it. Top five rappers dead or alive. Bam. Oh, I got him. I got him. What like what? Like personal favorite, or is like who yeah. I think is that illness? Your personal favorites, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your personal favorites, yeah. Because you see, everybody always put Biggie, Tupac, Jay-Z, and Nas, right? I am going to throw a curveball, and Ready? I'm gonna and and you're probably gonna hold me some type of way because I heard you mention, but uh, I'm gonna have like okay, no no particular order, okay. But I'm just gonna throw names up there. Okay. Number I, I like Busta Rhymes. I always look up to Busta Rhymes. Okay. I love Prodigy from Mob Deep. Uh, '90s Exhibit. You can't fuck with him. Right. Uh, I'm from the Bay Area, so I gotta put Mag Trey and Andre Nicotina up there. Mm. Um, and so, but but that's considered one, okay. And then the last one, uh, I would pick Evidence, Evidence from Dial of the People. That's yeah. dope, yeah. Yeah. That so 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 my top five didn't have any. No, of course I love Biggie. Of course I love Pac, and of course I respect Jay Z. Nas, come on, with the last six albums with Hit Boys, can you even deny his skills? Seriously, like, like, like Eminem said this. People say, "Oh, your music is whack." I listen to like, well, what is your considered good? Because if you if you're considered good, doesn't even like, I can't even listen to your opinion. That you know part. what I mean? And, and it's like, it just seems like people, um, 
of course the journal the 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 the, the journalists and like people that chime in it's gonna be younger like people kind of like us older unless we're like involved in the culture we just don't really have time to chime in and comment so most of them are like the younger generation and unfortunately they lack the guide they, they lack the guidance and they lack the history so they always look at it as like you know like 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 their earliest uh you know earliest hip-hop memory is 50 cents battle Jam. 50 cent, yeah i was about to say 50 cent is old school to them yeah Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, how can you, and and also they're at the age where it's like they feel like they know everything. So you know they're not inclined to listen. So you wasting your breath, hoping it. You know, it's it's just like, I'm not saying like don't give up. Obviously, don't give up. Like if you're about loving, if you're about reaching out, don't give up. But we have to be smart with our energy. Sometimes we have to we have to analyze. And you have to accept. Well, this is what I have to. Do. This is what I'm work, ha, have have to work with. You know, if it's not much, okay, cool. And also, people are not gonna change their mind. Like, 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 like some right winger, Trump supporter, whatever. You know, like you're not gonna just show them one history facts and suddenly go, wow, oh my god, I didn't know. You enlightened me. I'm gonna stop. Like, it's just not. So, the only way is you have to appeal to their interests first then they're then they're more inclined to listen to you because right. even you know all the truth it uh, you know in the world if people can relate to you they're not inclined to listen matter of fact they will double down on what the narrative they want to hear you know what yeah. i mean so so it's like i just kind of look at it as like you know and honestly right like right wingers a little bit extreme, but left wings extreme too. Like both sides are trying to pick a side and like ready to die for. And I think that's crazy. It's like, look, time is is precious. Even if you live to 120, 130, you never outlast time. The fucking world is like almost four billion years old. The universe is thirteen. Right. The the universe is thirteen point five billion. What is hundred and thirty years compared to that? nothing you know what i mean so uh so it's like everybody is trying their best to be phenomenal they want to be the goat and they want to be remembered i would just say if you understand the creation of life you're already phenomenal your job here is to experience this phenomenal things a coconut tree is not trying to be the best coconut tree the illest coconut tree He's just trying to be a coconut tree. He's not trying to be a pineapple tree either, though. That part. You know, so, tree, none of that shit. Yeah, it's just so, being a coconut tree. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like you look at every single encounter in life, it is ultimately learning about yourself, right? I'm talking to you right now. You go, Billy's talking some good stuff, but in his mind, like, man, shut the fuck up. And it's like, <laughs> Wow, that's who I am. You know what I mean? Like you can't deny that. No, you don't have to tell the whole world that's that's who you are and how you are. But you need that process. If not, you're like, man, why am I ticked off? Why am I always so ticked off? Mm. Or, or or it's like this makes me happy. Well, why does it make me happy? They all have a reason. And when you understand, the more you know about yourself. That's why you have to go do things. You have to yes. do things. You do things. You go, oh, this is not for me. Oh, this is for me. 
and you just keep trying and trying and trying, then once you have accumulate those experience, then you form your identity. And when you form your identity, you're okay. You're okay with whatever you stand. Like people who think, okay, people are not into what you say. Okay, great. Maybe that's not your crowd. Or maybe we need we to fix, on our, fix our communication skills. There has to be a way like to reflect. Because now I'll, I'll be real honest with you. Like if a 17-year-old person come and trying to give me like critique on hip hop, I'm probably not inclined to listen. But if someone who has been like, man, I listen to hip hop for like, you know, 40 years and seen the whole movement, then I'll be like, okay, please tell me something because they have a general idea. But what if I'm constantly in a place where nobody is qualified for me to like listen to their like opinion? Then that means at the end of the day, I have to be able to check myself because if I can check myself and I don't let anybody check me, that is reckless. That is a disaster in the making. Hell yeah. Oh and and this disaster is either going to wake me up and realize I am a disaster and I need to fix this or I'm just going to be extra bitter when I'm old and hate everybody and just contribute more negative energy, right? Me- meeting a young, innocent soul that is like still learning about life and I traumatize them and now their whole life thinking life is just fucked up. And it's so easily can just, like, right? Life is it's so... Uh, fragile it can easily go both ways in many directions so yeah man yeah fragile yeah that's definitely the the, the, uh, the most excellent word to use and that's it and i think we have a um this is my thing and this is kind of the, this, the the scenario that i've been presented with probably within the last four years or so um because i do hip-hop music mind you yeah i make boom bap music for the most part i mean i do some trap stuff here and there and did some a couple of drill beats here and there but at the end of the day it's still just me you know saying experimenting with different sounds just because i want to try it um not because i want to do it like they do it i want to do it how i would do it you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah. so with that being said though um i do a show and the entirety of the show like nobody else on the bill is over 27 years old you know what i'm saying so yeah i mean i'm here with a bunch of kids they don't really understand where i'm coming from and so i do a couple of songs that kind of sound like what they do so they can kind of catch catch the vibe even if they really don't understand what's happening on the mic yeah um and it's because uh, i noticed okay check this out <laughs> there's a song with young thug and ti Right. Okay. I'm, I'm a big I'm a big TI fan, not not a real huge young thug fan. Okay, not a young thug fan at all. But um when I heard TI was on the song, I was like, okay, well, I'll listen to it. Uh so I listened to the song and I heard it maybe two or three times and then I, somebody was playing on the radio driving past me. Then I got in the car with somebody a, a few days later and they were playing the song and I and I started thinking to myself that happened and the song came out some years ago. So 3 4 years later, I'm sitting in a room toying around on my phone on Spotify and I see that song. I said, let me play this song. And I played it. The song had been out for four years already. Yeah. It wasn't until that moment when I was in a room by myself and decided to turn that song on, despite the fact that I don't like Young Thug, that I realized for the entirety of that record, Young Thug said the exact same thing through the whole song. Yeah. The only thing that was different was what T.I. was saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Until it got to the hook. Then the hooks were saying, obviously. So I said, wait, 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 wait. They just made a three-minute song where one of the people on the record said the exact same thing the whole time. Yeah. Like, his whole verse, each verse is the exact same thing. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't do anything different. And I was like, yo, am I trying too hard? <laughs> like, like what is, what's really going on? So, but the thing you I know is this. Yeah, I did. I did. But, like, I'm yeah. talking to the young cats at the show, and I start to understand, like, the main reason why I talk to them is not because I think they necessarily qualify to give their opinion on what I do. But I like to understand inside my own brain why my music doesn't connect with you. Yeah. Because in my opinion, hip hop should connect across the board. It shouldn't matter if I'm 40 plus and you're 17. This is hip hop. Yeah. You should be able to relate to it. But you can't relate to it. And now I know why. Because yeah. the words that I'm using don't compute to y'all. Yeah. Because because I'm saying full sentences and talking like it, a person that actually read a book before. It passed their and head. They don't know what to do with you know. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It went over their head. But, yeah, they didn't know what to do with it. But but the beauty though, you know, seventh, and especially that's that's when you come in and that's why you're important is that I think generally, yes, the crowd is younger, but they're actually eager to listen. They want to learn, but they just want to learn from the people that know what they're talking about because they realize, wow, this hip hop thing is dope. When they go on the live shows, it makes me feel great. I want to come keep coming and check it out. And then they, they learn that there's difference going to a see Eminem comparing to go see underground MCs. The whole vibe is different. Like you can be much closer and and you know and you know fill in the vibe and you actually can talk to them. So right. it's a whole different experience. And that's why like underground shows, it's like vital. It's it's very, very important and it must keep alive. And because like that's how you connect with the people. Now, um, songs yes um but i think in live shows i think the performance like the interaction like i mean me i'm a little bit lucky i'm in a group so yamio and i were just going back and forth and people love that it's like when you're when you're by yourself so it's like you kind of have to do all the chanting and like interaction you know yourself you know instead of like you know having a partner so i mean you know, to each his own, but case in point is like when, um, uh, okay, like for example, one time I did a show for PSU for the Portland State University. Uh, they have um, like a Chinese, like a Hong Kong uh, Chinese American uh, event, uh, like a um, community event where they have like food and games and they invite. Chinese community, like kids and elders to come to this show. Uh, it's like a fashion show, culture show, and they booked me. I was like, uh, okay. So now it's funny because like a lot of the majority of the people, they know hip hop, they heard of hip hop, but they never went to a hip hop show. Like a young Chinese kid, they, you know, 10 years old, like where, where hip hop show are they going to go watch? They're not going to see a hip hop show. Or like 60, 70 year old, you know, senior citizens. Chinese citizens, like they, they, they're not gonna go to a hip hop show, but I'm sure they heard of hip hop some way. So this is their first time experiencing a hip hop show, and I rapped like first four songs. When I was done, they clapped their hands. It was great, but it's when I go say yeah, and like 300 people just like yeah, I'm like say hell yeah, like, hell yeah, and like now scream. It was like a wave, like yes. you know. All those boys, you know, there had to be some older people in there, you know, some young kids in there. So it was like, they, they, you know, they, nobody explained to them, like, how these interactions work. It's just kind of like, 
a natural human reaction. It's like, hey, I care about you. Everybody understand. They're here as they're telling me they care about me. Hey, you know, I wish you well. You know what I mean? Like you can directly decipher. There's no hidden message. You know what I mean? It's like it's real direct. And and it's and it this kind of words, like it helps break like international barrier. You know, because if you're like from Harlem and you rap about 125th and Linux, only people in New York or people have a, a you know knowledge of New York can relate. You say that to somebody in Germany, sure, they're like, I like your cadence, but I don't know what 125th and Linux is. Yeah, I have you no know? idea what but, you're talking but about. But if you're yeah. like, <laughs> but if you're like, hey, keep being you, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's those are direct words. Hey. You know what I mean? Everybody can relate to that. And and that's the beauty of it, you know? And uh oh, until yeah. I think until hip hop is even bigger than everybody in the world can get all those reference, um, which I think eventually it will. But until then, it's like, that's one way to to break and to connect, you know, with people like worldwide, you know, with music, you know. Absolutely. Like, yeah, so. And that kind of- music is like yeah. the- Music is like the glue, man. I don't I don't know. I, like, I met somebody once that, that don't listen to music. Music. And and I was like, yo, hold up. Do you mean like you don't ride around listen to the radio or do you like literally never listen to music? And he was like, nah, I just don't listen to it. And I'm like, I have problems. I have problems with this statement only because I'm concerned about the fulfillment of your, you know, your existence. Like I, I have a problem with, I have, I have a feeling that your existence is not as fulfilled as it should be because you are, you're not listening right. to music. Like that bothers, like even, you know what even serial killers dicing people up through a soundtrack you know exactly <laughs> like, you know that's no, but, hey, hey but you know man what eight what eight billion people seven billion people at least one you know exists and i think probably growing up we're forced to listen to a lot of music that they don't want to listen so when they could break away they're like fuck this noise like they didn't even take the time to go maybe i there are some music that i would like they're just like nah i'm so turned off by whatever music i was you know, taught to listen. I'm just so turned off that I'm dead to listen like music. You know what I mean? But I mean that's unfortunate. You know, because um, I think music, uh, dancing, um, those are all like like essential, like like medicine. You know what I mean? Uh, what is like? I saw this meme. They say like a uh, an African doctor. Uh, you know, someone came to him, say, "Doctor, I'm sick." And the doctor says, well, when is the last time you dance? When is the last time you sing? You know, like doing something music related, because that's the natural medicine. And, 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 and you know, to be honest, I, I feel the same way. You know, I'm working hard two, two weeks, three weeks in a row, you know, being a parent and, you know, and all of these things. And then when I go to my band practice, we all just shouting our lungs out and the beats playing. And, and it's like when we get out of it, it's like wow, you know, like it's a therapeutic, you know what I mean? Then yes. now it feel a little bit more loose, light, you know, less tense, and you know, right? And you can go on and deal with your, you know, daily up, you know, challenge, you know what I mean? So it's it's essential, you know, definitely. Yes. Man, I am, I I am afraid of the prospect of attempting to live in this world without music. I can, I couldn't do it. Um, yeah, 
I mean, for a number of reasons, I couldn't do it. Mainly, mainly being that I personally feel like music may very well be the reason that there are some people in this world who are still breathing. Um, yes, because I know there's plenty of times I wanted to. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, also, but also, like, if if we if we really really look at the definition of music, we're thinking like, oh, an instrument's playing. Or you know, we're making a sound, you know, with a hand and stomp our feet and clapping our hands. Yes, that is music. But if you sit still, you listen to the wind hits the tree. You listen and when it touches the water, you listen to the birds, you listen to the flowers you know and like you know the sound when it hits the ground like that is the music for the nature you know um it, like you know like the uh buddhist like monk you know in the deep meditated mind it's like you, you know they do the um and it's yeah. like uh, it, it, it's some next level stuff now i'm not an expert sorry if i if i misinterpret it or if, if i you know uh yeah, didn't say it correctly, but as far as music is more than what we think music is, you know, like right. music is not only limited to like instruments playing, then that's music, you know, like it's all types of form that can consider as music. And it's, if you pay attention enough, you know, you, you can see it because capitalism have us kind of brainwash that we look at everything value based on money if yes. whatever this this skills is not going to make us money is no use but in the cosmic scale it don't look it don't you know it don't view things like that like if it's not useful it wouldn't be there like for example worms we hate worms we like we don't need worms but if all the worms in this world are gone, within 12 to 18 months, all of us would be gone. Take all the insects out, out of the world, we would be gone. But if you take all the humans out of this world, the world will flourish. <laughs> yep. The world will keep going without the, the yeah, I told somebody. I told somebody one day, I said this, and um, they thought I was crazy when I said it. I said, but I want you to think about this when I tell you. And it's like, what's that? I said, okay. I said, it doesn't matter if you believe in God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. However, all of this started. We, as humans, are the only thing that was ever created in the ex in the entirety of existence that, that refuses to do what we're supposed to do. Everything else does exactly what it's supposed to do. We're the only ones. <laughs> yeah. who go outside of the framework yeah. of what we're supposed to yeah. do trees don't try to be dogs yeah. dogs don't try to be grass grass doesn't try to be the wind none of that happens none yeah. of it and they and they don't envy each other they grow and they work in a, in a harmonious state to continue you know the environment and nature moving forward and evolving and growing as it's supposed to do but we oh boy <laughs> what do uh, people do people cut the trees down um People clear out massive plots of land that could be used to grow food for people to put apartment buildings there. People <laughs> or to put streets in places and, and right. like, oh my God, we're awful. But like, 
people don't see that because in their mind, they've been conditioned to believe humanity is the highest rung of of, of civilization. Yeah. And now, because we're at the top, whatever we decide flies and fuck everything else. And so, like, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's a crap in a no, absolutely, because life is supposed to be an experience, not what you can use or make out of it. Life is just right. supposed to be an experience. And you throw a capitalism twist as like, hey, I don't want to cut trees, but if I don't cut the trees, my competition is going to cut the trees. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a crab in a barrel. And it's like, make a quick buck, but didn't know the long-term damage. And unfortunately, the only time where human finally come together and save the world is when there's money to make to save the world. Like, hey, in introducing uh, fresh air can spray, you know, and spray your area and you have fresh air. But there's like, there is already fresh air. Just don't fuck up the air. That's it. Just don't pollute the air. You know what I mean? Or it's don't like, fuck it up and then try to sell fresh air back to me, dumbass. But, you know, or it's like, you know, here's a, you know, water filter. You can drink swam water, like a water in the ocean. You can just use the filter and like, you know, filter out and drink clean water. Well, just don't fuck up the water. Just don't throw waste. But but it's not people like, because honestly, I, I really hate the word we because it's not like you and I. How much you and I can can, can pollute this world comparing to one week of a factory, one week mm. of a factory's waste. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you think the size of Texas trash? It's just people like you and I in our neighborhood all like put together. Yeah, in the ocean, that's floating around like a trash the size of Texas. You know, you know, it's 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 crazy. But you know what I mean? Like, so it's not we like, and I because I if we say we, I mean it's like our social class, are we in the same? Because I'm a firm believer, the enemy is not the man who stand next to me. The enemy is the man looking down on me. So while, you know, people going around, oh, are you for this? Are you for that? And they beating each other up. Like, I'm like, yo, we are on the same level. Like, okay, I'm like, ain't nobody here selling a product that whatever the outcomes come, we, we, you, we're going to make a lot of money. It's nobody, you know, it's, it's not like whoever won is going to send us a Christmas card. They don't right. care about us. You know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy. I remember when the Trump and the Hillary election thing was going, I went to Walmart and I walked into Walmart. I saw a Trump t-shirt. I go, oh shit, Walmart is fucking with Trump. Then I keep walking in there and I saw a Hillary t-shirt. I was like, oh shit, they're just trying to make money. It's, yes. It's like fucking rustling. They don't care you pick the good guy or bad guy. Just buy the hot dogs, buy the popcorn, buy the tickets, buy the foam finger. Yeah. That's all they care. It's, it's, you know? it's your ass in the seat. We don't care who you're here to see. Right? It's <laughs> as like, long as you're here. It, it, it kind of gives you an illusion that you have a choice, you you have a, you, you can make a difference. And unfortunately, I, I, I want to believe, find me a success story. Sure, maybe in a low level scale, 
but when it's like big scale, like war decisions, you know, and like they 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 didn't have to go through us. The Congress today passed a law. Did did, did anybody got a memo that that's, that they're gonna do that? But they say this is democracy. But this, you know what I mean. And, and, and also, we gotta look at the, the the definition. Like, oh, if I say I'm for republic, or are you Republican, or you, it's like it's just go down the line. Or it's like I'm not for democracy. Oh, that are you like a Nazi? Do you know are you a communist? Let's just let's just look at this thing. Okay, people like democracy. Democrat. Democrat means vote. That means everything can be vote. Like your privilege can be vote and taking away. So it sounds logical that we vote. But like I said, your right can get vote and taken away. But Republic is like my rights are non-negotiable. My rights are my rights. It's non-negotiable. There's there's no Democrat about it. My human rights, my right to survive, my right to self-reliance, right? I don't want to rely on a system, they, but they, they, they're creating a system that we have to rely on them. Yes. You know what I mean? So I don't want to rely on them. So in a way, I am kind of for the Republic idea, but I'm not, I'm, that doesn't mean I support the party. I'm really a humanist. I support, I don't support any killing. I think all revolution, all revolutionary starts with one thing, humanity. Humanity. Yes. You know, soldiers, police, Yes, they carry gun for the system, but they need to understand they are also part of the people. They wouldn't do that job if it was free. So they're only doing it because they need to survive. They need to understand that. You put away the gun, you are just the people. And also, if, you sh- if you're a police, you're an army, military, you shoot somebody and they will still prosecute you. They're not going to get your back. Sure, some... Depends on what county and what police force they get your back, but majority they look at the footage. Nah, man, you, well, we we you know we we can give you a little kickback for your family, but you're gonna have to go in. So meaning is there's no loyalty. So you join the so you drink the Kool Aid, you think there's gonna be loyalty. There's no loyalty, so you're back with the people. Join the people. The people stick together. People walk off from the job. Politicians want to fight, then fucking drop the tank yourself. Shoot the missile yourself if you know how to operate the machines. Whoever is collecting your rent, whoever is collecting your light bill, water bill, they walk out of the job too. Who is going to yes. stop the life from happening? Ain't nobody. Nobody know how to do the switch. It's all the people who do the job knows the, all the, the skills. We all unite together and stand together, right? All we really need, right? We need shelter right what is that shelter made of probably good material like waterproof windproof fireproof right we need food healthy food we need clean water clean air transportation uh uh a medica- uh, uh, um, health insurance education if you have all of those things meet you really don't need money because what you need money for? Because you want money to get those things. Right. If you can have those things and those are non-negotiable, you're going to be all right. You're less inclined to fight somebody, less inclined to see this crime. Would there be violence? Of course there is, but it will drastically de- decrease 
then now you have enough resources and attention and let's focus on why are these people angry and, and wants to hurt people. Well, a lot and of that's going to be solved by doing it the know, way you're talking about. A lot of it's going to be solved by that because um, well, a lot of violence I, is born out of desperation. So, yeah, I mean, if you remove well, the desperation, well, you can, if, you know see, what I'm saying? That's, that's why we need to study history. Because in the beginning, before the catastrophic events that, you know, uh, hit Earth and destroy Earth, there was no records of people fighting. There was enough abundance for everybody, abundance for everybody, and everybody was okay until a catastrophic event happened. And, you know, majority of the, all the land were damaged, where forces people to migrate. Now, right, in the beginning, this is, this is not, I don't know if this facts or not, but as far as that, but how this handled, I'm not sure, but I'm just thinking, like, let's say I was living in an island smaller population and we're fine we didn't get affected by the event we're fine we're still okay then your tribe came and your tribe were not malice was not aggressive you're reasonable people and you say hey uh brothers and friends fellow human beings we are from this tribe and this is what happened we need shelter now in the beginning I might not say, hey, screw you. I might say, look, we can do our best and we'll see what we can do. But eventually stuff's run out. Our, our, our generation might be still kind. Be like, you know, oh, this happened. Oh, I understand, right? Very kind, no malice still. But the next right. generation or the one after that are not familiar with the essence. The, the, all they know is, well, they're eating. I'm not eating. What I need to eat, that force you put them in, then you like you force them to fight. And that's when the conflicts come. Now, right? Now that first fight happened million years ago. Then it passed on generation to generation to generation in our DNA. So that's yes. why we think that fighting is natural, kill is natural. But I'm saying, is it though? That's all I'm saying. It, 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 it's, it's important to have this history context so we can ask these questions because what we learn, we can also unlearn. That part. You know what I mean? So right it's, it's all, it's all, so, so you need all this information. You can't just, you know, you grow up and you fit in and fed whatever you, 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 you were told and you know what I mean? The oppressor is not going to give you the tools to go against them. So if you're Never. relying on the oppressor to enlighten you, you will always just be following. You just, you will just be fighting the people they want you to fight. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to go like left field, but I think people need to have this information before they start thinking that hey, you don't you don't stand my, my belief, therefore it's okay for me to kill you. No, it's never okay to kill. He'll, look, I think you have the right to neutralize the situation and get you out of safety, but killing should be last. Like, right? like I said, revolution starts with humanity. Yes. You, you talk, you give them the context, but of course, okay, you train your body and you train your mind. So when you need to, when they want to talk, 
you you have the intellectual that you can talk to them but if they want to fight you can defend yourself you know and i learned that from malcolm x because he says nothing loving stops them he says the mau mau were so uh they have guns and they're not afraid the european went and go make peace to the Mau Mau to make sure so because they don't want no business with the Mau Mau. And th that's what Malcolm X says is, see, kindness did not stop them. You have to show them you can hurt them. Then that forces them to have to think about how they approach you because the people that enjoy oppressing people, they're psychopaths. You go, oh, please don't hurt me. You know, nonviolent. You can only be nonviolent to people who are nonviolent. You know what I mean? Like you have to, at least, I'm not saying kill all of them, but then again, if somebody kills somebody's whole family and whoever survived in that family wants to take revenge, who are you and I to say not do that? All we can say is, hey, hate, you know, will consume you. It's not a, you know, not a great outcome. But at the end of the day, each person is their own identity. So Absolutely. the best that we can do is create a condition where these things don't happen. People don't have to go to gun factories to, to make guns and make bullets to make a living. Then oh, yeah. we can have less gun. People don't have to join military or police because there's community backing. We're helping each other. So the soft thing, that's why it's important to teach history context. You teach them young. We are not soft. We are strong. We are phenomenal. But yes, use this time to experience this phenomenal thing and, and accept that we are all different, but we are all phenomenal. So that way we can all learn from each other and be even more phenomenal. That kind of environment, you can have 50 Einsteins. Why are we only at one Einstein? Because we're scared. Because, because even scientists, right? Scientists is supposed to be about proof, but they're still human. They're ego. Man, I spent 30 years of my life on this study and I finally get all my recognition. And then some new young buck came out and debunked my theory. If I have the power to stop this person, it's, hello, of course they're going to do it. They're not going to go, well, uh, it's been 30 years and they have a new theory. I respect them. Are there people out there? Absolutely. But how many are willing to give up that power? I don't know. You know what I mean? That's when we filter out. So, you know what I mean? We've, so, seen, it. We've seen enough times that uh, the transfer of power. See, that's the one thing that people never, um, never want to talk about. They always talk about money. They always talk about um fame and all of these other things that they seem to be able that they think that they can quantify but yeah in my mind the biggest thing is you're not talking about the transfer of power though like that's the that's the important part because yeah. you can have all the money in the world and not have any power you can yeah, have money absolutely. and not have power you know what i'm saying like uh, you know okay the question people always ask oh do we have enough money do we have the money enough money the question is not if we have enough money the question is, are you ready? Yes. The question is, do we have the resources and do we have the intelligence? 
Because if you have the money, but you don't have the resources or the intelligence, it won't do you any good, whatever you're trying to make. So the key is, do you have the intelligence and the resources? Now, who owns the intelligence and resources? Corporations. Take that shit from the corporation. You don't got to kill the CEO or hang them. You don't got to do any of that. Just take the resources, intelligence back, reinvest back to mankind, back to earth, coexist with nature, yes. smoke, use cannabis, make music, make love, not war. You know what I mean? You know, now, also, make love with people who want to make love to with you, okay? Don't force anybody. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And that is... Uh... We got to okay. do better, man. We got to do better, yeah. I'm saying, you yeah. know, as, as, as people. And I don't want to say men or women. I don't want to single out anybody, but people. as women, I think yes. we need to do better. I think we need to do better, man. So, yes. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's still sad um to see people are like repeating that same vicious cycle you know what i mean and thinking that that is the the solution but you know but it, but it, but that's but, but that's not it you know what i mean like you know um but it's it's up to that person you know willing to find out you know so yeah and i'll say this in closing what you just yes. said makes perfect sense because the way i've always looked at it is this doesn't matter what happens everything is going to happen to every single person whether it happens exactly the same way or in a different way doesn't matter everything that happens to every single person on this earth is going to happen to every other person on this earth it's all going to happen to you whether it be um you know they be like oh man it's not the same thing my friend died because he got shot yeah but my friend just died from a natural cause they were the same age we were the same age he still died, yo. It it's doesn't matter how, why yeah. he died. Yeah, it's yeah, an unfortunate yeah. thing that's going to affect how I develop emotionally as a person. So, with that being said, knowing that the things that we're going to experience are going to be the same, the thing that's going to make the biggest difference in all of those things is how well we comprehend what those things actually mean. What they mean, not only to us as individuals, but they mean to, but what they mean to the entirety of the fabric of our culture and our society because it changes yeah. rapidly. And if you're not paying attention to what's happening around you, you can easily wake up one day still thinking five years ago with five years ago thinking and walk outside and get your brains blown out because you you still using five years ago thinking, not recognizing what happened to the world around you in the last five years. If yeah. you didn't, my mom used to tell me all the time, if you wake up tomorrow and go through the entirety of your day and you're the exact same person you were when you woke up, when you go to bed, you just wasted a whole day of your life. And I will never forget that because think so. I, I, I look. I get where she's coming from, but you know, um, yeah. No, I mean, look. If if it's like, um, cause, 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 you know, what if every day, like, when you go out, like the like the day, people are provoking you and provoking you and provoking you, and you try your best to have peace. Well, because you're doing it because you know that getting angry is not good for your health. So. You, you got to do your best to maintain that peace and not give people the power to manipulate your emotions. So in a way, you are coming home the same person. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Well, this is what so, she meant by that. What she yeah. meant by that was because we say the only time that you stop learning is when you die. You learn yes. something new every day. And regardless of whether you feel like it fundamentally changes how you operate in the world, you learn something new and come home a different person every single day, even if it's a very small difference. So like, hey, yes. If I leave home and say, hey, um, 
I think da, 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 this whole time I've been thinking that, you know, the bus system works this way. Okay, boom. Now today I went out, I actually had to catch the bus. So I caught the bus. I talked to the bus driver. I just learned the bus system don't work the way I thought it did. Now, does that fundamentally change my life? No, not really. But now I'm going home. I don't see the world the same. It's because now I know that that works yeah. differently. Yeah. yeah so now yeah. just learning that info to let me know that works differently may very well affect how I see other things. Because now I'm like, well, damn, what else do I not know that I think yeah. I know? And so now my quest for knowledge is re, you know, saying reignited. And now I'm going back into every day. Now I'm like, okay, what am I going to attack today that I thought I knew that I want to find out if I'm right about it? Right. And, and I think hey. that's like the gist of what she was saying about that. Like, I mean, yeah, some things, you know, it's, everything's not going to change you to the point that you feel like a brand new person every single day. But those little small incremental changes. Oh, they add up. Of a week, yeah, they add up. And then before you yeah. know it, you're like, wait, damn, before, I, like, I didn't even know I was this person. But, like, when you look back, you're like, oh, I remember how, I see how this started now. It started from mm -hmm. this day when I found out how the bus system worked. And then it turned into, oh, well, if the bus worked like that, then I wonder how the trash thing goes. And then, how does that work? And then, okay, now I understand how the whole city works. And now, the way I look at this shit when I open my eyes and walk out the door is completely different. I don't see what I used to think I was seeing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Hey, it could be a very small thing, but we definitely evolve and change as people every single day. It's just sometimes it's really big and sometimes it's the smallest little thing. And you might not notice it until enough of those small things add up to, you know, say add up to something bigger. But hey, that definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so. uh, you know, lessons comes in all shapes and sizes. And, uh, you know, common sense, not common. It might be common to you, but not common to somebody else. So it's in it's so it's important to stay update you know what i mean it's just stay current and it's never hurt to double check and verify and you know what i mean and um you know a lot of the things that right like like bruce lee says never assume is like something you think is just common sense but if the other person you're dealing with does not have the same come from the same background as you and 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 same culture as you then they probably see something something completely different and and probably express completely different. So now whatever they respond, it's easy to look at it as good, bad, smart, or stupid. But if we just take those terms out, well, of course, if if their response is encouraging people to be hurt, then of course we don't support that. But if it's not touching those areas, it's interesting to go, huh, I wonder why they have this response. Like what? kind of experience that they have gone through you know what i mean and that brightened your horizon right because now you're like hey there is so many different types of personality you might think right narrow down old oh, personality is like you know right they either want money or want girls or you know or or want power right or they're not in you know they don't want money they don't want girls, they don't want power so it's like very narrow so either either six things but then you later on you realize like Nah, like that's not necessarily always the case, you know, and that keeps it interesting because like you said, right, uh, like like my mom's, uh, like, 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 like your mother mentioned, if you, uh, you never stop learning until the day you die. And Guru Dan Inosanto, uh, Bruce Lee student, uh, he says, if you think you know everything, then you might as well die. That's why he never let people call him master. I'm I'm sure he rightfully so earned himself the you know the term grandmaster, but right. 
But he felt like if I claim I'm mastered and I know everything, then then I might as well die. So he never stopped learning. Um, you know, in, in the uh, morning class in his academy, he might have a senior senior student to teach the morning class. He could easily chill in the office, drink some tea, but no, he participated in class. He listens, you know what I mean? So it's like, he, but he doesn't talk about these things. So if you're not there to witness all his students talk about this, then you'll never really know. And that is a model of martial artists. That he is the, the role model of a martial artist, how a martial artist should carry themselves. You know what I'm saying? And earlier, right, we said, you know, we learn till the day we die. Well, listen, if you live a remarkable life after you are dead, people are still might still learn about you. So the learning never ends. Never. never. You know what I mean? So you just don't know who is going to listen to. Right. Like last year, I listened to a song from a jazz singer who passed away in the 1950s. She, she was born in the 20s and like died in the 50s. So and she's not like like a legendary, you know, Billy Holiday level. You know, she's in like a basketball. She's like. She's like a Dennis Scott. Not a Michael Jordan, not a oh, Magic wow. Johnson, but you know Dennis Scott if you're a hardcore fan. No but, doubt. But but he's not like Michael Jordan, you know, or Kobe Bryant, you know what I mean? So is it's one of those, like, we need artists like that. Of course, we we'll always have big artists, but in the middle field, who support the scene is this support role players, you know what I mean? Like, like this kind of artist. So she was one of these art artists and uh, like passed away in the 50s and i just learned about it like last year so it's like 40 50 60 years later uh, a, a random person listened to the song so it's like your music is your legacy people say it in the rhymes if i die my music lives on it, it is corny but it's but there is power and the truth in that now i just hope that whatever music we live we we left behind um it's useful it's something that could enlighten one another because um i like probably not going to be rich probably not going to be famous doesn't mean i have nothing to offer i don't see that i mean i should still be a good person and when i die i wanted to remember to remember it's like billy was a cool dude billy was positive billy didn't say ah go fight Go kill this person, you know, you know, do this, you know, bad things and harm yourself. Like, I want people to remember, I was like, nah, like, Billy was positive. You know what I mean? Like, when I was negative, Billy trying to help me see things positive because I want people to get to see, like, their higher intellectual self. Like, we all have a higher intellectual self. You know, when you do psychedelic, you meet, you know, you're like, right? Like, okay, for example, right? People have bad trips is because all day they're lying, they're fronting, they're putting a facade, and people can't tell. Other people are buying into it, but you know the truth. So you do it, you, you do psychedelic, and you see your intellectual self all sharp and great, and it's like, you are fucking faking the funk. You ain't shit. And you're like, oh, you're crying and broke down, you know what I mean? All fucked up because it's true. The truth hurts. 
And then your intellectual self goes, but hey, we don't have to be like that. We can fix that. And you're okay. It sucks. This does hurt. It feels like it can kill you. But you can make it if you want to. So it's like, it's tough love. But there's like, it, it, it takes you back. And, and it's like, that's that unconditional love and kindness. You know what I mean? Like, we need to give that you know, to ourselves, you know, because it's so easy to be harsh, like you're driving, it's it's like rush hour, you should have turned left, but you went right, so now you know you have to do a big old U-turn, which you don't know how long it's going to happen, it's very easy to be like, oh man, you're so fucking stupid, you're a fucking dumbass piece of shit, but those are harsh words. Oh yeah. But you do it on one day, you don't realize it, and a Tuesday, and a Thursday, and a Wednesday, and a Friday. Like, you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. It adds up. So we can go, damn, that fucking sucked. Gotta pay attention. Yeah. Come on. Let's, 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 let's pay attention, right? You know what I mean? Like, you, now you're going toward getting the result because we all benefit off positive reinforcement. You know, it's like, hey, that was great. Keep up the great work. It will go much further than, nah, you're a piece of shit. That was whack. Right? You know what I mean? Ain't nobody uh, like, yo, that was whack. Let me prove you wrong. And it usually is like the proof wrong was not a good thing. You know what I mean? So, so if you're like, yo, man, like much love, man. I see what you're doing. Keep it up. You know what I mean? Keep living and keep pushing. Somebody going to go, wow, man, I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, you know, <laughs> exactly. it, it, bit, it goes a long way, man. A little kindness goes a long way. But then again, you, 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 you need to able to realize because right, positive, you think is the right thing to do. But to a person who is not ready to, to, to take that, that could be a disaster. Yes. So, yes. so the new age way of doing this is you got to have enough intelligence to analyze and who you're talking to and who is you know and also not coming as preaching but what's just like oh. hey you know you know um i see this is what's going on and you know i feel you i just wanted to show you support and if it helps maybe, maybe this could help you a little bit because that happened to me before and it kind of like helped out but either way Nothing but love. What is somebody yes. gonna say that? What are they gonna say to you? They're gonna say, "Oh, fuck you." Okay, well then they're not ready. Well, now you know. Okay. But 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 most people, right? <laughs> but but right? But but most most of the people, like ninety five percent, people are gonna go, "Hey, good looking." Give you a dab, give you a hug, and we move on. Literally ninety five percent of people. Yeah, you know like, what I mean. It, so you know what we have? We have very small pockets of society to do the dumb shit that we be talking about sometimes, and it's only because we want to see things positive that the negative things stand out the way they do. So I mean, you know, it's a yo. I'm gonna keep it a thousand. We got it. Hey, just so y'all know, everybody listening or watching sidebars right now, we gonna flip the script because Billy Soul also has a podcast, and I will be a guest on his podcast sometime very soon. Um, yes. Tell him a little bit about the pod. Tell him something about the pod before we get out of here, man. Definitely. Yes, sir. Uh, well, first of all, you guys can all find me uh, on Instagram, Billy Soul, aka Sunny Nice, all one word. Uh, when I DJ, nice. 
right? I go by good fortune. Uh, okay. Uh, and I have a society podcast, uh, the society podcast, S O U L C I E T Y podcast, uh, on Instagram. Uh, the reason how I got that name, Sunny Nice, right? Before last thing, uh, growing up listening to hip hop, I was a big fan of New York, like style of you know, hip hop, and at, at uh, that was a time my best friend and I we would talk like like New York people. We'd be like, yo, money, yo, son, yo. Yeah. We just, we, you know, we, we were trying to imitate the, the, the things that we thought it was cool, you know? Exactly. And um, I, I, I imagine people in like New York listening to my music and talk about me. So they would go, yo, son, he nice, he son. Nice. Yo, son, he nice. And I was like, yo, son, he nice. That's kind of <laughs> dope. That's kinda... So... 20, 20 some it. years, 20 some years later, it, it it's still there, you know? Yeah. But I don't, I don't have that much AKA as you. Cause listen, man, like, I don't mean to be racial, but only brothers can pull it off. If I do it, this is like, uh, okay. Okay. Like, see, that's the cultural thing. And like, right. You, you see brothers talk to women with confidence and the girls are into it and, and they go, see, and if I go say the exact same words, I guarantee you the result is not the same. Okay? So. Oh, shit. I feel you. I feel you. But that's all. It's, it's, it's no hate, but it's a realization. You know, something yeah. can only. But then you have like, like really, really new, young Asian Americans that is just raised by hip hop. So they might try to talk like that oh, and yeah. then they get oh, it yeah. and then, and then they might get it. Cause they, they just thought like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not friend. I'm not trying to be somebody I'm not. This is my identity. This, this is, is what I've been immersed in my entire right? life. So like now yeah. I'm, yeah, hell yeah. I feel you most so, definitely. Yo, so, you know, yeah. So, <laughs> excellent point. <laughs> excellent fucking point, yo. All right, check it. Thank you so much, Billy. I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank, Thank y'all so much for me, being brother. tuned in. Uh, salute to my Panther Politics brothers, Eden Matt Assassin and Mojo Barnes. Peace, uh, Mojo. Pretty Kings. Yes, Mojo. I hope that hand heals up soon, bro. Uh, salute to our sponsors, Pretty Kings, the Echo Limitless. Uh, again, Billy Soul. Make sure you follow the Society Podcast. Make sure you follow Billy Soul, a.k.a. Sonny Nice, on all platforms, wherever you can find him. And I promise you, listen to his music. You will not regret it. On my mama, on everything I love about hip-hop, I mean what I'm saying. So... With that said, I want to say rest in peace to Matthew Perry. Uh, I wasn't a huge oh, wow. Friends fan, but you know what I'm saying? You hate you hate to see the greats pass away. Apparently, if I'm not mistaken, he passed away in a drowning incident. So, I think, yeah, that's um, what I've heard. I heard it last night, too. It's sad, you know. Yeah, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Salute to his yeah. whole family, friends, all the people that care about him. Thoughts and prayers to all of y'all. Um, y'all know who I am. Seven the Panther, man. Carolina Hurricane, Ridiculous Slam, your baby mama's favorite rapper. This is Sidebars on behalf of Panther Politics Podcast and my man, Billy Soul. Peace! Peace, brother. Thank you. Have a good no one. Doubt. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you.